is my uncle. He choked me to death. Whenever anybody says they're a little concerned, they're very concerned. So what? What's wrong with being sexy? You should have been recording. Hey, it's, is, this, is this a Christmas episode or is that next week? This is the Chris. Well, it's a, hey, this is by the way. Hello and welcome. Well, we're going to do some some uh, house cleaning right now. Yeah, for the uh, radio show, this will be Christmas podcast. There'll be one more, and I think we should probably do a special one for the podcast. Keep this one clean, and then yeah. for the podcast, we'll invite uh, Al and Bruce and all of our old buddies for a good old. Oh yeah, I think we need everybody showing up on uh, this one. Billy Idolish back together for Christmas. Yes, Billy Idolish, get uh, get them all here. Can we uh, can we not have Mike Lindell? Can we like block him? I've never I don't need him ruining my Christmas. I only invited him that one time back before he was famous for being yeah, a MAGA. But he shows Crazy. Up a lot. <laughs> he does. His voice changes every time he comes here. He starts off sounding in, like uh, I think he's in the spirit world. <laughs> <laughs> he starts off sounding like uh, Jesse the Body Ventura and he ends up sounding like an Irish leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my name is Joseph Fresh. You're listening to 2021. With me, as almost always, are the learned men. Aldusa. It's the, the shark in the dock. Oh, what doctor. up? Doctor. Hey. hey, boys, I got a question. And Eastwood, I know what your answer is going to be. Shark, your answer is going to be different. But Merry Christmas. Anyway. That's my answer. <laughs> well, I ha- so you guys know how I have Apple Plus? Mm-hmm. So and for the sorry, rich man, that's the uh, now rich now unless, for those who uh, for the listeners, Apple Plus is like the premium. That's for the richest of the rich. Well, Apple right. Plus. I what for Apple like Plus. now they have different. Steve, about, Steve Jobs. Are you talking about yes. Apple TV? They have tiers. Oh, wait a minute. No, no, no. Maybe it's tiers. not. Maybe it's just our regular Apple. But the point is. You can rent the Fablemans right now for twenty bucks and watch it at home. Ah, and see, here's my thing. I uh-huh. want to see it immediately. Uh-huh. I do, but too. I feel like I need to see it in the theater, so I'm struggling with what to do here. So I watched me, a, I uh, the Fablemans yet. What's what's the trailer? It's, Spiel, what's, it's what's Spielberg's the, new. Uh, it's Spielberg's movie. movie, and it's by about, it's basically like his childhood. It's his childhood. It's his movie about yeah. him. He, how he came to fall in love with movies, make movies, and all this stuff. Told well, they got a documentary on. On that it shows them little kids running by and stepping <laughs> on boards that throw dirt up in the air to make gunshots and stuff like there's that. I've seen it. It's I think it's on the Band of Brothers uh, outtake DVD. No, Seriously, a, I'm not kidding. There's a uh, documentary called Spielberg that is really good. But <clears throat> if you want to like watch a good, what I think is a good trailer for it, there's this really fun. Uh, few, uh, I'm not sure it's one, on one of my like directors on directors YouTube channel things I watch. There's a, th- a clip, a really cool clip, of him talking to John Favreau and maybe Brian Glazer. Um, not, uh, not one of my favorites, but anyway. Oh, I and it's him. You, it's I, him giving mind. this I thought detail. You were talking about the guy who puts the uh, bee benders in in Nashville. Oh no! I said Brian. I was thinking of Joe Glazer. It's like it's, that, uh, that's Ron Howard's. Different. Ron Howard's partner. In yeah, crime. yeah. He's that's the spiky, spiky haired dude. Spiky haired right? dude. Yep, that's what he should. Yeah, be yeah. For. No, no. Um, Joe Glazer puts bee benders in Telecasters <laughs> and looks kind of like the. Remember, like the guy uh, that used to be on the Mountain Dew bottle. Yeah, uh, with corn cob pipe and the bibs. He looks a lot like that. Absolutely. Yeah, Man, I love it. Anyway, the, I'm sorry, Brian. Brian Grazer. Glazer. Glazer. Is it Glazer? Grazer. Grazer. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Spielberg's telling this very detailed story about how he met uh, John Ford when he was young, 
and they're playing a clip from the Fableman next to his story, telling these uh, directors about the story, and it's literally like word for word the story of him. So I don't know if he remembers telling that story, but it looks uh, crazy good, especially if it's you know it's a movie about movies from one of the master movie makers. So it's, I'm sure it'll be great. But yeah, I'm with you. I kind of want to see it in the theater, especially around Christmas time. I like going on the So that's Christmas what you break. think? I need to shake it off and just wait and go to the theater? I think so. Uh, so I, I don't, see, I don't here's know. What I, here's what, what I don't understand is how a guy who likes movies about movies has not been through the entire six seasons of Community 40 or 50 times. <laughs> Who, well, that's TV. That's TV. Either either one of you. Well, no, that's yeah, I mean, that's, that's, so yeah. I've seen TV the about whole series. I just don't like it at the end when Jeff's like a teacher. It becomes really. No, what you're thinking know. of you're thinking of season four. That's the gas leak year. So they, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, Harmon Harmon gets fired. You know, it's like it's your show, but but to hell with you. I mean, the, you know, yeah, I think Chevy Chase deserves all of the bad things that people say about him. And it, it seems like, though, that at the time that he was rolling around in the mud, Dan Harmon was probably rolling around in the mud right with him, but somehow was able to redeem himself, probably because he can create mm-hmm. good content that people want to buy. Um, <laughs> but nonetheless, you know, Harmon has had a you know much more positive story arc. But, yeah, season four, even though well, the hardcore why, community uh, fans uh, all agree it's like it's off. But the point is, is that that's why I quit it's watching so meta. I mean, everything you're talking about is what this is. I mean, that's what the show does. That's the whole. That's the whole format. Uh, Rick and Morty too. I mean, it's that. That's Dan Harmon's thing. Yeah, I like. I know. I I like it. How I just, old is uh, Dan Harmon? I just can't find Our the time age. to finish it. Oh well, but you know what? Maybe it's a good thing that you haven't found the time yet, because if you ever yeah, find it, you might not have any more time. Yeah, he's forty nine. <laughs> he's our age. He's totally in that. Uh, yeah, postmodern I mean, meta. All the yeah. all the reference humor is GI Joe, and you know what I mean. It's all stuff that uh, you <laughs> yeah, know. I mean, I love it's, that it's episode yeah. Where they go cartoon GI Joe, and they're killing yeah, Cobra. Yeah. And they're like, what are you doing? <laughs> you we can't kill, kill them, people. <laughs> I thought that's what we were doing. <laughs> hey, whoa! Look that a suppressive fire. Speaking of GI Joe. Oh my God! I just I just realized today what today is when we're recording this. This will who knows. Oh, I know what today is. It's, it's for the day I tell you guys what I want for Christmas that you guys need to get me. Is it the uh, digital trading cards of uh, Trump? Yes, I want the digital Trump trading cards. Because the big announcement again. The big announcement came out today. Uh, was this like a, one of those NFT things? Dude, this is serious. He yesterday said, there's a big announcement, major announcement. And he had this, like, animation of him, like, hey. being a superhero. And just looks like Homelander. Lasers, shooting lasers out of his out eyes, his eyes, like Homelander. Yeah. And his announcement is $100 digital trading cards. Get them before they sell yep. out. How can you sell out of digital things? <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling that if you're dumb enough to vote for Trump, that you're probably gullible enough to be like, I better buy one of them digital doohickeys for it. There ain't no more of them. So, boys, that's what I want for Christmas. And you, if you want, I'll even okay. let you mix it in with my birthday. You can well, mix sure it together. You, if you get on Truth Social, you know they're not going to be able to resist sharing what they got online. You can just copy and paste one. I'll send you all Damn. you need. 
If you're if you're sure that's what you really want, Robbie, I will return the uh, Topps Newt Gingrich baseball S trading cards that I had got for you. I thought you were still in the analog stuff, but you're in the digital world now. I know how much you enjoy collecting collecting uh, conservative media icon trading yeah, that's cards. That's right. I do. You know. I've got Rush's. Um, I got the last bottle of pills Rush was taking before he died. Um, I've got. Um, I've got the Depends Ronald Reagan was wearing when he died. I've got, I've got a, no. a, a, some of Nixon's recordings in here where he talks about hating black did, people. I know you were after. Um, did you ever? Did you ever get the? Uh, uh, yeah, it's uh, like Batman's cave. All the. Uh, did you ever get Dick Cheney's? Did you ever I've get Dick Cheney's orange bulletproof vest? He fell all the time. <laughs> that giant T Rex statue back down there. <laughs> what do I have of Cheney's? Oh, never mind. It was a poor attempt at a bad joke. <laughs> no, I was going to say, I've got something right here in Cheney's, but I'm not sure I can say it on the air. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, is it that, uh, that bird shot he shot into you last time you guys it got is. together? I thought it, it was is. his, I thought it was his wife's pegging machine. <laughs> you got pulled out of you. The pegging machine. I couldn't get that. That was... Uh, that that item went quick. Rumsfeld bit on it, huh? <laughs> Rummy got that before any of us could get on that. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Eastwood. You were saying today. No, I don't important. know. Sorry. I don't. I don't know if I was saying anything at all. Uh, <laughs> hey, Robbie. Real quick though, I did just see um, come up on uh, eBay, which is the conservative version of eBay, <laughs> <laughs> where. Uh, uh, Paul with Wolfowitz's personal Floby, uh, the, the bowl cut special. It hits the market on Monday, just in oh, time for Christmas. So keep your eyes peeled. That's going to be tough to get. I'm going to have to keep. I'm just. I'm going to have to. It like, will. Not I mean, but if, but if you you know if you can outbid all the cucks and incels, you might have a chance. <laughs> hey, real quick, if Eastwood, if you haven't remember what you were going to say, I had some pop culture news I want to throw out to you boys. Oh, I don't shut ins where you like people we had to compete with. Have you heard that the Rock's in trouble? Oh, what is the? No, I have not. Let I want to hear. Dwayne Johnson is in trouble. I'm going to read this straight People up from an article waiting. that was no, posted was like a line. day ago. People just been Dwayne waiting. The they, Rock they can't Johnson wait for him to fail. He's, he's such <laughs> allegedly a, he's America's leaked, sweetheart. Hang on, he allegedly leaked inaccurate financial information about Black Adam's profitability to the press. Oh, trying to make it look like. It was doing better than it was because it looks like the studio lost somewhere between fifty and a hundred million on it. I knew and it. He was trying to leak information before to make it look like it was doing really well. Oh, so evidently he's something? in trouble because this is like private information you weren't supposed to put out. Well, he's no, no, tell me about Why that, Eastwood. That, before that? before we comment on that, help us help us all understand exactly where some of these rules lie because for example as i heard robbie tell that story i my thought was unethical sure um but you know i mean this, we're talking well, about I was gonna a say, business I world mean, so eastwood tell me tell me where are the norms the etiquettes and laws on well it depends on, on all how this disclosure I'm, about movie making to money, quote, how much money they make to quote 45 it depends on how I'm feeling that day on how much I'm worth to begin with. It could well, be exactly. that movie could be, you know, it depends how you feel that day. When Rock got up, he probably felt like, I know that that movie's going to make at least an extra 50 mil today. I can go ahead and say that blah, blah, blah. That's how he felt about it. So I, you know, you know, I, uh, I don't feel well, too bad. Well, what's the difference in this? So if, if I get out and I advertise and I say, 
this is the movie of the year, and everybody's gone to see it. That's puffery because we know everybody's not sure. gone to see it, but yet it's recognized as something that's legally permissible when you're selling some shit. Because yeah, yeah, you know people are going to say I, things I like, "Well, this is the best car." My sure, only, best, but they don't mean that. You article, can't prove that. But my but only com- guys. Go ahead. So what's go the difference ahead, in that than saying? No, I was just going to say. Um, my complaint is, why is he talking about it? Who cares? Is okay, like because so he's trying to make money. Movie. I don't understand why he's why he's. Why is he leaking that out that it's making money because people right. only like a winner? Like who it gives well, a Because if it's making money, that means everybody got to see it. So by God, you've missed out. You better right. go see so it here, too. It's bad, have, bad wagon ah, advertising. I got you. Yeah, it doesn't work they that have way for a guy me, I here. But I hear this. I hear that. They quote a writer, and this writer just straight up says, and this is a quote. This is one of the sillier trade stories of all time. Okay, like, that makes like, me feel a little better. Stupid. Yeah, this right. is just stupid. Like he's saying, the story is stupid. Doing it's okay. stupid. All right. All Nobody, this is stupid. It's stupid, but no, mo- whatever you've ever heard about how much money a movie has made, it's not true. Right. Like right. It's, sure. it's always inflated. It's always they always tell you it costs more than it costs to make for some reason. They always want to well, push that, it up. That was where I was getting at because I mean there you know there can't be any rules one way or the other on whether <laughs> no. they do or disclose much like how election. much money they make or don't make unless it's yeah. to some you know place that they're obligated and, to report things. <clears> half but, of that's projection, you know. Right. It, sure. Right. It really is. Hey, I've been watching, speaking of projection, <laughs> the way movies are shown. I have <laughs> Here's some projection. Hey, Robbie, I think you smoke too much. That's true. <laughs> hey, hey uh, by the way, I don't know if you know, but uh, I, got a, I got a clip from the new... Uh, it's not that new now. I watched uh, Guillermo del Toro, one of my favorite. I watched his Pinocchio um, over the weekend. Uh, heartbreaking. Heartbreaking version of Pinocchio. I knew it would be... Very cool looking, uh, very Del Toro. Uh, they are uh, cool. But hey, did you hear? I didn't even know that, uh, that our, our old buddy Tom Hanks uh, made his own Pinocchio. I heard it goes a little something like this. Oh, Pinocchio, you and I are the same, boy. You want to be a living boy, <laughs> Pinocchio? Oh. <laughs> Yeah, every time you lie, boy, your nose is going to grow. Did you know who they cast to play Pinocchio? (laughs) It's Jared Leto. And he goes, oh, no, Geppetto. Oh, no. No, Geppetto. Jiminy Jiminy Cricket is uh, Christopher Moltisanti. (laughs) You see this kid over here? He's like, wants to be a real boy or something. He's all two gods in the head. It's called a it's called a puppet tea. He's <laughs> <laughs> got some kind of magic curse where his nose grows. I heard the ladies like know. him, if you know what I mean. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the balls on this kid over here, walnuts. <laughs> no, but um, I did watch Del Toro's Pinocchio and really enjoyed it. Uh, Robbie, I watched Don't Worry, Darling. You're going to have to watch Barbarian since you made me watch Don't Worry, Darling. Because I think I would rather see Pinocchio. <laughs> you like, completely hated it? No, I didn't completely hate it at all. I thought it was a well-made movie for the most part. Um, I didn't mind the performances. Uh, Pew's great. I always like her. Harry Styles annoyed me uh, a little bit for various reasons. 
Uh, I always like old Chris Pine. You know, he's my guy. Um, I agree. I like him, too. Uh, I, I just thought the payoff could have been amazing, and they yeah. rushed that real quick. I've just hey, thought, it's just a digital thing. Man, that was by... <laughs> yeah, okay, we're on, yeah, we're on the same page, because I thought at the end of it, it should have been so much better bigger it was like a black mirror episode we've seen that concept so yes. many times it yes. was nothing yes. like and i kept thinking like this better not just be <laughs> like that and of course when yep. it was that's why it really annoyed me i thought well this was an episode of television this shouldn't have been yeah. a movie yeah and um, i mean like even i even liked that it was like how the online cre can create like a cult yeah. Like I was like, oh, mm -hmm. you're onto something here. Yeah, yeah. But it just didn't deliver well. It was there just were like, great, uh, uh, there we were great are. parallels. There were great uh, tonal themes and messages in there. I liked, she's a little hung up on inserts, uh, but I liked her direction for the most part. What does that mean? She's hung up on inserts. What's that mean? Did you not notice? Explain like, that. <laughs> did you not notice? Shark uh, and I. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Fincher, for instance, likes inserts, but he likes to save them. And his inserts are very tasty. Did you not notice there were lots of montages of just, here's a close-up on a coffee cup being filled. Here's a close-up yes. of steak being rubbed. Here's a close-up. Okay. Those are inserts. Okay. That just means you can so, film okay, them. A B, so, B unit can film them. You, you don't even have to really be there, neither does the Okay, so talent. let me make sure I understand. Like, when, when if this is the same thing. P.T. Anderson, by the way, is getting ready to start making a new movie. I'm excited. Yeah. But anyway... Mm -hmm. In the early part of Boogie Nights, when Mark Wahlberg comes home, that morning his mom's cooking breakfast, and the first shot we get is sausage being fried, then coffee being poured in a cup, and it's mm -hmm. all like up close. Like, is that the same thing? Inserts? That, that would be an insert, and inserts are great if they are there to convey something. If they are okay. there to to show you something quickly, they're usually used yes. to, as a storytelling device to say look at this really quickly. This should sum up something about this person um, that yeah, we should know. Because uh, in Boogie Nights, it shows us this mom is this traditional, you know, like yes. gonna, she's like going to do everything the way it's supposed to be done, mm -hmm. controlling all this kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah. Th that I just didn't understand the term. Okay. Inserts. Got it. Yeah. Uh, um, I was now, thinking you were talking about Al's shoes. Hey <laughs> Uh, like, uh, I hope Al Pacino doesn't remember <laughs> I said that during the Christmas episode. Oh, now, boy. <laughs> uh, now, some of them did tell a little bit of a story and a little something about um, the tone. They did set a tone that we of the world we were living in and a little bit about that person. But it was almost too reliant on them. Um, Fincher was always, he says, I love an insert because they're easy to film. And uh, you can take all day to make it perfect, and you can really tell something with them. Um, think of like the inserts of Zodiac of when they're uh, filming the film, when they have the letter from the Zodiac, and you see like how precisely they are photographing it. Um, you yeah. see the letter itself, and you see it come into focus, and you see all these gears being turned on the camera. Um, like those are those inserts are like yeah that's what that's what you're supposed to do with an insert. Okay. Um, okay. Now listen, I'm not. She was a fantastic director. I don't know how many movies she's made. That's um, her first movie, I think. And I think she's made at least one other movie. Now I do. Okay. Wanna, uh, let me play devil's advocate here for a minute. I don't want to sound like some righty here. Oh, you're right. Okay, she did Booksmart, which I Book love. Smart. That movie yes, is sir. hilarious. It is yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, she's been around for a while. Like she she knows what she's doing. 
um, <clears throat> very nicely. Like I said, the the movie looked great. Uh, I have no qualms with that or even really performance in it. Um, but I kept hearing, I always heard about her. She runs a no BS set, and uh, everything is by the books. And like I'm, that was her thing. Like really though, like I am equal. Everything is equal, and there's no BS on my sets, and there's no, you know, blah blah blah. And um, then she got romantically involved with old Harry Styles on the right. s- on the set with in making this movie. Um, and everybody was fine with it, which I'm fine, whatever. I don't care who does what. I think it's very natural for people to meet one another while they're working. Uh, because for a lot of people, that's the only other time you're around other human beings. So, um, however, if it would have been David Russell and a young lady, um, would people have not flipped out a little bit and been like, oh, he shouldn't have been dating that younger that younger uh, actress while he was making that movie. Uh, he used his power um, to of an influence. Uh, <laughs> uh, even if it came out okay, because it seems like people will scrutinize anything, even if the couple's like, no, we're totally happy about this. <laughs> seems like somebody's got something to say. Or am I just, or, or is this devil advocate going uh, nowhere? Hmm. Uh, I, I don't know because I mean, didn't she get raked over the coals pretty hard for this stuff? Oh, I don't know. Maybe she did. I I don't I don't know if she did or not. I thought everything was peachy, and she was like a liberated lady <laughs> because she was dating a younger man. And, uh, no, from what I from oh what no heard, okay, it made the set <laughs> unbearable. Like she would show oh. up late because she was hanging out with him. Um, oh, no. That's why Florence Pugh evidently was so like outraged because she was like, "This is so unprofessional. We can't get work done. This is going on." Oh, yeah. And that's that's when Pugh was like, "Okay," um, refused to do any press for it because ah. um, she was so disgusted with all the. Yeah, it's that's a whole <laughs> big story when it came out because I think everyone thought this was going to be this huge movie and it was really going to do something. And you know, of course, when it doesn't, people got to find someone to blame, and then yeah. all this stuff kind of started. Okay, I hadn't know. I didn't know any of that. All I knew was when she went into directing in her first movie, and then going into this, I just kept reading articles about how proper she was and how her set was going to be ran. And um, okay, well, seems like some things went in the. I tell you what, though, for all the turmoil, not too bad a movie. I'll take one of those for every. Uh, I'll take four or five of those for every uh, Doctor Strange that comes out. <laughs> tell you that um, any yeah. day of the, any day of the week hey by the way I've been watching movies uh, I watched Bullet Train um, did by the, you by the director what do you think okay, so we've all seen it what let me think? ask you this let me okay. ask you this uh, is it is Bullet Train the most Tarantino movie that Tarantino never did no absolutely freaking not I keep hearing no? people saying it's Tarantino there's nothing that's Tarantino about it well Guy that, Ritchie? that's me I'm getting bombarded by that size so I'm asking oh. the expert no, Guy Ritchie, absolutely. Is it a Guy yeah. Ritchie? Guy Ritchie movie, one hundred percent. I thought that, but is that just because of the accents? No, the it's accents no. there. It's all Guy the, Ritchie no? injects no. way more humor. That's and, true. Um, and uh, I don't he, know, man. Uh, like, uh, I think Tarantino's, Tarantino's. I mean, I now I give you recently. 
but, but fictions and Reservoir Dogs, yeah, and they're not the same. They're more humorous than Django or Inglorious right. Bastards, or yeah. But then again, you know, he's taken on pretty, you know, a lot more serious topics. You know what I mean? Sure. Right. So maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. I mean, so Tarantino's no, I... not doing Dust Till Dawn. He's doing some serious stuff about how we should take a look at, at each other and, and where we've been and where we ought to go. While as, you know, Lock, Stock, oh. and Two Smoking Barrels is let's have some damn fun and laugh a little bit. And then yeah. go, Whoa, my God. Well, and well, this is the other thing that I will say before Eastwood gets real technical with it. And <laughs> by the way, I'm a huge, and I'm a huge Guy Ritchie fan. Like, I, I, oh, I'm yeah, unabashedly I love his movies. Guy Ritchie, I think took Tarantino and went and said, I'm going to be like Tarantino, but F subtlety. Yeah. So like, you know, you know where Tarantino likes to subtly play with irony. Like Mm -hmm. guy, Richie wants to hit you over the head with irony as hard as he can. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And so like, that's why like that, the, the final scene that almost everybody who sees the movie at least loves that final scene. Even if they hate the movie, the, mm-hmm. the payback there at the end. Um, almost everybody loves that, and that's like total Guy Ritchie over-the-top irony right. yeah. in your face, which I loved. Holden was cheering when that final scene happened. <laughs> I did, the He was like I applauding, did. like, damn right. Um, yeah. So anyway, that that's the no, thing. I'm the, with uh, these uh, Guy so, Ritchie, so, for sure. When I say it's not Tarantino, the way they do the introductions of characters... Yeah, he does that one time in, in Glorious Bastards, where it's like shing pong. He does yeah, it cup right, two, maybe yeah. two times, maybe once. I don't even think he does well, it. What about that Kill way Bill? Didn't Kill, Kill Bill. Bill no, I was gonna say Kill Bill did, but not oh, the Crazy Eighty Eights. I think that's it. I think he introduces them like that, maybe. Okay. What I'm saying, like they do it for everybody, and there's like a weird yeah, little do. role, and yeah. it's guy more Guy Ritchie because everything was planned out with a whip. Everything was planned out with a certain uh, for for a certain camera move to come into a next camera move, um, which makes it okay. <clears throat> which makes the yeah film... you know I I say this visually it looks more like Guy Ritchie than it, it does Tarantino or Edgar or Edgar Wright even uh, I don't know who that is Edgar Wright Shaun of the Dead uh, Baby yeah, Driver yeah. Uh, uh, you know uh, okay, I never uh, saw Paul, Shaun of Paul the, the Dead. Alien. Oh, it's great! Oh, Baby you, Driver. You know. He did yeah. Baby Driver. I love Baby yeah, Driver. Baby Driver. Okay. Great. Uh, oh, yeah, his mo- uh, Last Night in Soho is his latest one. I liked it. Bad third act, but really good stuff in it. Um, He's <clears> the guy. Who does he does like a has done a bunch of stuff with Simon Pegg and, yes. and his buddy, right? Yeah, he yeah. didn't direct. Uh, Paul, but he had something to do with it. Maybe produced. Yeah, it, I mean, he's but he's kind of like, like the that. three of those guys have done a bunch of in various roles yes. and whatever. They've yes, done a they bunch did of the, stuff together. They did the trilogy of movies. They did Shaun of the Dead. They did The World's End. And there's one in the middle that's really good too. I can't think of the name of it right now. Is that's not the one about where he's a cop, is it? Yes, yes, like yes. Hot fuzz. Yeah, yeah, hot he's, fuzz. Hot fuzz. That's, fuzz. that's hot it. Fuzz. Yeah, yeah. Blank's about to get real. <laughs> Yeah, um, <laughs> that's a that's a good movie. Yeah, but all of his movies have that kind of whip pan. Very much Paul Thomas Anderson did it all over in Boogie Nights, where it's a planned like the pam the cameras on these two people. Now we're gonna whip pan really quickly to the right, and we're going to follow that whip pan into the next scene, which is totally unrelated to that scene or whatever you know intercut right, with that scene. Right. That, I felt that and that kind of thing nowadays feels very modern, almost too modern. Like it's from YouTube, or you're watching TikTok videos of people putting their hand in the screen to swipe to the next right. scene. Um, 
But no, I enjoyed it. Brad Pitt's always great. Um, it's based off a graphic novel, or I think that I have no knowledge of whatsoever. Yeah, I so. think it said it was. Yeah, it was, there was some so, source material for it beyond I've, just you know. But I did not think anything about it was Tarantino. Tarantino is very, very so specific. So why, why is it getting that? What, why, because, are, why are we because, being bombarded Because that? a guy's talking about Thomas the Tank Engine. I think, honestly, God, I think that's it. Which is much really? more guy... Really? in some kind of pop culture thing that doesn't fit yeah, and did yeah. something bigger with it? Yeah, but that's a Guy Ritchie thing. Tarantino's, yeah. pop, Tarantino's pop culture is very specific and is usually not actually relevant to the plot at all. There's no See right. these pigs, Tavish. You know, think about Inglorious Bastards. People say, What what are you talking about? Where's the pop culture? There's a whole scene where they talk about how King Kong is an analogy for racism and that like it is a, right. it is a you know, right. like there, there's a whole like that's pop culture do for we, the do time. We need to go into the Madonna. That's I just gonna say I'm glad you said it right. Yeah. yeah like <laughs> does that show you something about the character that's telling you that? Maybe a little bit. But, I think in Tarantino stuff, it just tells you more about Tarantino. Yep, yep, yep Yes, yep. yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I, I really, though. And, but this is I, something he's got on his brain that he wants right. to get off of it, and it's going to come out in a film. Yeah, right, and people right. say, uh, what's the one thing you hear mostly about Tarantino is his he's great at dialogue because he has such right. crack dialogue and people love his dialogue it's very quotable right. i don't think there's it's anything true. that quotable about no, Bullet nothing Train. Quotable in this. there's a nope, lot of nope. fun conversations yeah. very oh, guy richie ish but as far as like quotable like hey wasn't that conversation fresh and interesting uh, i've never thought about no, godzilla no. being a representation of capitalism killing the black man <laughs> <laughs> Until I watched this Inglorious Bastards, I've never, you know, it's almost Kevin Smithish. I, oh, I didn't think about the people working on the Death Star getting I'm killed. You, man. Are they I, contract I, labors or are they all working for? The you dark guys side? know about about Oliver Stone's Untold History of the United States, right? Yeah, I watched. I'm, every I know episode. of it. Yeah, oh, you know, hey. okay, so you know what I'm talking about. It's the, you understand the Bragger. concept at least. It's it's this you know documentary series covering U.S. history, right? And and Stone basically what he does is he chooses to focus on like people who were at a turning point in history and they were the choice that didn't you know that was not made, you know, type of thing. So it's not what if sure. history, but it's you know it's presented sure. as you know. So I, what I want to see is I want to see Tarantino's secret history of the United States. I think I've mentioned this before. It's fine if uh, I have because I'm really high I on this idea. I think you I have. want. The, I mean, I really, really want this to happen. I it's mean, a good idea. I like I, well, it. Well, they got that. They got that Netflix thing out now. The, have you seen that? The, it's an animated thing about about America, whatever. No. And it's like got George Washington riding a jet ski and and and. You know, it's it's. I think that's the point that we're at is is that <laughs> we're gonna have to start. I mean, if we want people to understand a little bit we of history, Hamilton we, we're gonna have to have to put it in. We're gonna spoon feed it. We gotta wrap it in some cheese. You're um, coming back to Hamilton ruined history, aren't you? Exactly right, right. I mean, you know, but if that's the medium we got, it's fine. I understand that. Not like personally. I kind of enjoy an old white guy in a bad suit standing in front of a lectern, you know, talking. I like to learn about history that way. That's fine. But it's fine that not everybody does. So, you know, we need to put this in, in as many mediums as possible so that it, you know, it gets the widest spread. That's all I'm saying. Oh, I think Tarantino could help uh, do that's what I'm saying. I th you and I are the same. <laughs> No, I agree. I agree with you. I like that. That's a, I think that's a great idea for a show. Uh, I'm with so you. So get Tarantino's people on the horn with my people yep. and let them know I'll no, be back uh, in the States at some point. 
End vote on Bullet Train. Fun movie. Why don't we say it's it's very much like a David Lecht? Is that how do you say his last name? Do you guys know David Lecht? It's he wrote in the, no. the original. <laughs> Looks Deadpool. like Leech. Leech. I think it is Leech. No, um, no, I said it looks like Leech, but I don't, yeah, I know, I don't know. I, think, I, I don't know. I think it's more that way than what I was saying. Nonetheless, he's Deadpool. Let's say it's like his movie. It's very much like Deadpool. It's humorous. You know, it and is. Filled yeah. with it blood is. And it's action. just not not as you know. Uh, yeah. They don't go for the shock humor with vulgarity. They go for it no. with other ways. But yeah, I think it's very much Deadpool. I see that. Yeah, everybody has their own flavor of character, um, and they yeah. all have to interact with each other. I, 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 I thought it was insulting that everyone kept saying it was Tarantino so, movie. Made me not want to watch gotta, it. I hate when anybody's like, it's like Tarantino, because I almost guarantee you it's not like Tarantino. <laughs> Who's the uh, the actor that's in Bullet Train, but he's, he's you know, the... You know, other ap- well, after Donald Glover, he's the main character of Atlanta. Um He's oh, I, the, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know his name. He, he's great. This is his name. Hang on. I, tangerine. tangerine. Well, yeah, but you're tangerine up, Roddy. Or Lemon. So my, lemon. <clears throat> she was talking about in the movie. My question is, is he a, a British Brian actor? Brian Tyree? There we go. Oh, Brian Tyree Henry. Okay, well, then it sounds like he's a British actor who's putting on a pretty convincing American accent for Atlanta. Okay. There you go. Yeah, they're I mean, much, they're, they're a lot better this, at that it, than the other way put around. Put it this way: I mean, those two characters that that cat's got a lot of range. Um, whoever he is, wherever he's from, yeah, I like he's him. A, that that, that guy's going places. He's an American actor, so he's, so he's putting on a British accent. He's best known for his role as Alfred Paperboy Miles in Atlanta. Right, right. Okay, so that well, that I was gonna say. I, Either way, the accent's amazing, whichever way it's going, because right. okay. both of those characters he nails on the head, and they're not the same character at all. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, uh, but yeah, end of the day, I like Bullet Train. It was fun. He's uh, from Fayetteville, North Carolina. <laughs> no way. That's a, wow. That's yeah, surprising. he was raised in D.C. for most of his life because his dad was in the military. Well, that that makes sense that he's got because you know Atlanta is about that particular scene. You know what I mean? And people in Atlanta, no matter what color you are, are going to talk people different than people from New York or Chicago or L.A. No matter what color you are, you know what I mean? You you right. have regional yeah. dialects, and he he nails oh, that wow. that dialect in Atlanta so well that if huh. I'm, if, if if he was a British actor pulling that off, I mean, that would have been amazing. But so nonetheless, he said that he had a brilliant dialect coach, and the guy who plays his brother, he followed his accent as hard as he could. So he said he, nailed he worked it. really, really, really hard to get a Cockney accent down. Yeah, very yeah he nailed it. For it was me. good. Who knows? And I uh, mean, like, come on, having Brad Pitt named Ladybug, come on. That's just, I mean, like, I yeah. loved it. So my point is, like, if you go back and listen, Shark and I just kept saying it was a great popcorn flick. Oh, yeah. You know right. I mean? It was like, a fun yeah. movie. It's a oh, fun sure. movie. Very fun. Yeah. Um you know, at some point, uh, I, I will I, I will put it on in the background. You know what I mean? It'll be oh yeah yeah it, it'll be yeah. around for a little while. So yeah. I I can I can say it was very Guy Ritchie ish because I have watched uh, I rewatched The Gentleman, and I liked it this time. Oh my time. god, I love that movie! First is time that, I watched McConaughey, or no no, that's the one with for the Colin dude in it, right? Um, it's uh, the the fellow. What is his name? It's or is McConaughey. Is it the same Grant. movie? Hugh Grant plays 
a smarmy private yeah. detective who's really trying did. to get money out of him, and yeah, yeah. I really didn't care Matthew McConaughey's in it uh, for it the first time I watched it. I think it's because I just didn't give in to it. Second time I watched it, I really enjoyed it. I also watched Wrath of Man, which I had no idea was a Guy Ritchie film. Um, Wrath of some, Man? I don't even a, know that. It's a new Jason Statham movie, and when you see it on Amazon, you'll just think, oh, there's a new Statham movie that Statham, I probably... Scott Eastwood, Josh Harnett, Post Malone. Man, it's got a cast. It's not bad. You should check it out. It's, I mean, okay. it's, a, it's a Guy Ritchie film. You know Ritchie I love film. Guy Ritchie, so yeah. It's fun. Uh, so anyway, I watched a lot of Guy Ritchie, and I rewatched Rock and Rolla, which I stand by might be one of my favorite. Uh, Richie films. It's okay, I need to go back so and watch fun. Rock and Roll, and I almost have about five times in the last two weeks. I'm not kidding. I've seen it's it, and very, I'm like, you know, I'm going to go back and rewatch that. I've um, also watched uh, a film called The Banshees of In Sheeran, um, which was, I've uh, this. It was such a wonderful movie, but I couldn't explain it to anyone <laughs> if I had to, nor do I think it... I, I, the story's bizarre to hey, say the least here's the sentence that defines it uh-huh. two lifelong friends find themselves at an impasse when one abruptly ends their relationship with alarming consequences for both of them <laughs> that's just yep that's so the, it's the two it. guys from in bruges yes it is doing a, another movie at a different time period yes uh now jeff you'd probably be uh, interested in it because it takes place on this little island of uh in Sheeran, ireland and right across Oh, I thought the... you were saying, I thought you were talking about the little short red-headed folk singing dude. <laughs> and Sharon... I'm not kidding you. I am, not, I am not making that up. I was not, that's not a bit. I was not going for a laugh. I heard you say it, and then I just tuned completely out. It's like, it's, they're going to talk about Ed Sheeran. I'm going to look on the internet, and I was checking when my package is going to get here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, hey, I no your, idea. I heard your package that's... is already there, if you know what I'm saying. Hey, look, hey. Let, let's, uh, uh, you know, they're on this island called In Sheeran. And right across the water, they can see um, the IRA. Uh, there, there's something is there's some kind of war fight. There's fighting going on, like and they can see it. Like they can see the fire and the smoke and hear the, the gunshots troubles. right yeah, across the, the water. Um, a very interesting movie. I also what else did I watch? I watched Pinocchio. I watched Don't Worry, Darling. Um, oh my gosh! I watched it. Uh, I didn't know if I should. I was I was very scared to. Um, but I watched a Christmas story. Christmas. Have either of you attempted to watch it? Oh, is that that's the okay, new one? So this I is it. New I one. want to, and Holden's wanting to wait till it's a little closer to Christmas to watch it. <laughs> well, I tell you what, guys, Robbie, do you do you love the first one? We you do, right? I We've love, talked love about the everybody first loves one. it. Love the first one. Well, Absolutely love it. Um, have yourself <clears throat> well, a little. According Christ- to my Pam and Pam Anderson oh. Advent calendar, Robbie, we're not too far from Christmas. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Uh, have yourself a little Christmas drink. You guys get settled in maybe watch the first one um you know get yourself warmed up and uh uh just just go with it and um i think you will be lifted up to a new spirit of christmas will be instilled upon you i i don't want to put too much i don't want to put too much pressure on it i don't want too much pressure on it but it's about as good as they could have possibly made a sequel that's what i keep hearing i keep hearing that everyone walked into it is it as good 
Is it as good as Dukes of Hazard would have been had they made? <laughs> that Duke more. And that and more. Um, I, yeah, I don't want to spoil anything. I'll just say they brought everybody back that they could. Uh, even yeah. And uh, but yeah, I I had one flaw with it. I can't talk about it if you guys haven't seen it. But it was the the linchpin of the movie and once i realized it i was like oh they better and i they i i, I will say they nailed it i don't want to say it's a miracle of a movie but it's really close um like now there's it. some silly stuff in it that you're gonna be like i don't i don't this doesn't sell me uh, like the other one movie did but there's also right. enough weird choices of characters that don't I don't know, just like one of the bumpus kids is eating a block of cheese all the time when you see it. <laughs> just weird shit like that really amused me. Uh, and they, they really kept the tone of the original, and people have their own fantasies. And uh, So I highly suggest it. Get in the Christmas spirit. Uh, yeah, watch it. I'm going to tell you, I'm excited because every review I've seen, people all seem to be saying the same thing. Um, yeah. They went into it and tried to knock their hopes down because they thought it was going to be I a train yeah. wreck. That's and I it ended, they were like, oh my God, this was really good. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure my wife was like crying at the end of the movie. Like, I've heard was, people say you, it's yes. hard not to tear up during it. Really it really was. Like, I, I was at the end of it, I like literally turned and said, they couldn't have ended that more perfectly if they had to. <laughs> so that's all I'll say about that. We'll keep moving. Oh, Robbie, I, I watched something you might be interested in. Yes. A little movie called Amsterdam. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm halfway through it and, and I oh, have not no. came back to you, it. You yet. have not finished it. I'm going oh, to. I'm going good to God. I thought you had finished it. I watched it. <laughs> All the uh, way through David O. Russell's I, Amsterdam. Wow, I, I, I just felt. Did like, you notice um, that uh, Christian Bale, oh, decided to talk like the guy's uh, the, the the father from Clueless? Everything he said <laughs> was said like this in this cadence. Yeah. Where are we going, buddy? Yeah. Hey, I'm Christian Bale playing a Jewish guy. Let's go do this. I'm missing an eye. Look at me. I'm Christian Bale playing a New York Jewish fellow. <laughs> <laughs> That's my first comment in that movie. Highly entertaining, but <laughs> but you had an astute observation that I had as well at one point, which was the part that the uh, wonderful Margot Robbie plays. Yes, was, and I want to make I, clear, I'm a huge fan. I am not knocking her. Well, yeah, she was intended for clearly intended for Jennifer Lawrence because there's a couple scenes that you're that I thought, oh, this is totally Jennifer Lawrence energy. Yeah. That's happening in the scene. I, I was sitting there watching, and I'm like, had Jennifer Lawrence done this scene, it probably would have been good. Um, and that is not a knock on Marco Romy. No, I didn't mind I, her in it. Um, I, um, I don't I just love like Jen- He wrote it, and all he, like, I think he wrote whatever the character's name was, he just had Jennifer Lawrence says, and then, like, throughout the screenplay, it's Jennifer Lawrence is what he wrote there. Well, how about this, though? So he's like, all right, I'll do this. I think the opposite. I think, this is my theory on it, I think the Jennifer Lawrence that we know has been molded by David O. Russell. He, she, She is what he wanted her to be. So now when you see his lead... Uh, written lead, you automatically think of her, um, whether 
it was written for her at not or not because she played that role so many times and they okay. all kind of have the same energy. Uh, yeah. Now I could just be playing devil's advocate to not really care, but, <laughs> but that's kind of was, I, I don't, I don't dislike Jennifer Lawrence, but I believe Margot Robbie more uh, than Jennifer Lawrence in that, in this role. Um, just because Jen, I, I don't know why, Jennifer Lawrence has been famous since she was like 16. Margot Robbie, right. she's lived a life. <laughs> she's really, she had, to, she had to suffer out there in them streets for a while before she made it. I thought she was Australian. <clears throat> they got streets in Australia. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, no, I do know what I you're saying. Know. I do, I do I know what you're saying. Did I tell you this is one of the reviews that I saw for Amsterdam? (laughs) This is just one sentence. I'm not even going to read the whole review. (laughs) But by some miracle, wasting your time may be the least of the director's crimes against humanity. (laughs) (laughs) It is a waste of time, that movie. I will say that. But it's an entertaining waste of time. I didn't mind parts of it. Parts of it are great. It just doesn't add up as a whole. And... It's all BS. Like it's tied to some historical truth, but there's no everything about it's fiction. Jeff, it's about the uh, committee of the five. Do you know anything about the committee? Or is that right? The committee of the five, something like that. The committee of the five. Well, give me some context. It's uh, some group <clears throat> that tried to maybe uh, secretly overthrow Roosevelt. Yeah. Yes. Something like this? Roosevelt? Oh, Roosevelt? Yeah. Yeah, dude, this is this is Smedley Butler. This is that that's story. Smedley I, Butler, that's right. trying to tell yeah, you to yeah. write. This is what I've been... This well, is all that so, stuff I sent so you on. So guess what? Yeah. DuPont. Yes. DuPont. So here we go, Shark. Yeah. Here we Not go. Not tried to. They did. They attempted. You ready for yeah, this? Congress made a finding. Well, here you go, Shark. This is what they This is what they included of Smedley Butler. Because once I, I put that together... That it was the guy that you had told me about. About yeah. uh, an hour and 45 minutes into the movie, they go to this guy's house, and it's right. Robert De Niro, and they changed his name. It's not anything like that. His name's like Otto Chambers or something. I got and, you, but he's the... And he's like, they're like, uh, what do you know about this? And he's like, that fella got killed because he knows something. He knows they're trying to... Well, I don't even remember what he says. They have clinics where they're like... Uh, uh, giving people sterilizing people, and uh, he goes and has a speech. And in the speech, he identifies these people that are trying to overthrow the government. And then Christian Bale gets shot, and all the stars of the movie are all made up, from what I know. <laughs> yeah, so it sounds like <clears throat> so he's in I mean, the movie you know, for about twenty minutes. Yeah, I mean, Ed Smedley, you know, died. I mean, you know, ostensibly of natural causes, but it was it was years later. He died like at the beginning of World War Two, and I mean, this this coup attempt was what in thirty six, thirty four, thirty five, thirty six somewhere. From the way Margot Robbie's dressed, I'm going to say yes. Yeah, it's. I mean, you know, it was. It, you know, it wasn't like, you know, this thing happened and then Smedley Butler died six months later or something yeah. like that. You know, so it sounds like they took some liberty there, but that it. Uh, uh, it, well, I mean, the, and the real story was is that Butler, these guys approached him, and Butler like documented it. Man, he he became like the mole, 
and collected all the evidence and took it to Congress. And he's like, hey, here's what's going on and here's what's all's happened. And so they had a congressional investigation and they're like, yeah, that happened. And FDR's like, uh, now I don't prosecute them. I mean, we're all rich people and those were just rich people trying to, to knock me off because I've been too vocal about taking care of the poor people every now and then, you know, and let me work it out. So I'll work it out with them. And basically that's kind of where... The story always, ends in this cloud of smoke, you know, if you will. But it's always those pesky poor people. But yeah, it's, it's not not a. It might have happened. I mean, it's it's not sure. a conspiracy theory. I mean, it's all part uh, of the congressional uh, record. It's you know, it's yeah, this happened, and here you know, here's what what it was. But well, anyway, they made up every bit of it. Oligarchy. Every bit of it for the movie who was uh, pretty much made up. Uh, I was going to yeah, talk about think, eight bit. Well, Christmas. I think you'd have There's to a... because you'd have to have the rights to uh, War as a Racket at a minimum to tell this, you yeah. know, the Smedley Butler story. But honestly, the Smedley Butler story yeah, is, is a series you... at, a, at a minimum. Yeah, I was going to say, couldn't you just tinker Taylor Soldier Spy it and just change all the names and say, yeah, it's influenced yeah, but by I, something? It's, this is this is a story though. I mean, this this story deserves to be told the the real story, and it's got there's enough stuff in it. You don't have to make anything up. It's and I'm the story, one that's like going to tell it by God. I didn't get, get to make get dark. Netflix on the horn. Tell them to give us at least three seasons. Um, <laughs> we can well, tell this story in 30 episodes. They lost. Uh, they lost Flanagan because he's. I wanted the Dark Tower. I'm not going to get it, but I'm glad it's going to Flanagan. He's going to make it on Amazon. Boy, oh boy, you better not. Don't mess it up, Flanzy. <laughs> You're going to laugh your ass off one day when you're like. Yep, old Bradley Smedley Butler money bought me this pool. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, I've ran it through my mind many times. I'm still, I still may do something with it. I mean, um, think about the merchandising alone. I mean, you know, kids that eat Smedley Butler up, you put that on TikTok and it'd be the thing. They, you know? Hey, real back, back to Don't Worry Darling, real fast. I'm going to spoil the crap out of it here. The skunk's coming out of the trunk. Uh, third act, the wife kills Chris Pine? Unmotivated. Yeah. Why? Well, if you're going to kill one of the Chris's, I, I mean, I guess I probably would have preferred, you know, the other <laughs> the one. Other one uh, the Mario? The church guy. Yeah. Yeah. She wants but, control now. He screwed it up. He screwed uh, it up. So stupid. I was like, where did that come from? Why? That was just like, I got an idea. How about she kills him? I don't know. I, I thought it was very unwarranted. Un- unmotivated, unwarranted. I didn't. I. I don't know. Seems stupid. Stupid choice to me. <laughs> Sorry. That was I really though. That's about my only quick point. recommendation on a Christmas show. When we get to that point. Okay. Well, I was going to ask Rob about this. Has he seen it? Do you have Avatar depression? Have you seen this news story that's going around? Have you oh, seen the new one? Again? Uh, Avatar depression. Yeah, I've been seeing articles about it. Um, and, yeah, because uh, that was a big thing that came out when it first came out. There were like people want to. Oh, live, it's been like, going on. Pandora lives Still going and, like, on. Uh, apparently, after they get done watching Avatar, they get so depressed that their life is here in the this gray world that we live in. <laughs> uh, but have <laughs> you seen? I've have you seen the new one? Uh, I, I hesitate to tell you uh, anything. You better I've not get them people. One of them them fish tank uh, screensavers. <laughs> They, I know what Robbie's getting for, Robbie's getting for Christmas. You know, seriously, though, I wonder if that's it. I wonder if these people looking at at beach scenes on screensavers all day are are making them more depressed than they would otherwise be. Well, one of those things that lights your room up like a universe. I bet they got one that makes you look like you're underwater in Avatar world. 
<laughs> Remember when we used to just put those cheap plastic stars on the ceiling and turn on a black light, <laughs> and we thought, we thought, yeah. damn, we are we are uptown funk. With a <laughs> yeah, we didn't start doing that until we were in high school. With a poster of an indescript wizard and a trail going somewhere. Oh, yeah, not maybe me, baby. Robbie, yeah. Yeah. Robbie can tell you, I had a the, a giant poster. I mean, like it took up half the dang wall, and it was the inside of the uh, Led Zeppelin four cover. It was you yeah. know time standing on the earth with you know pointing yeah. in the yeah. It was great black light. It was cool. Man, the days of black. It was light. more of a tapestry. Hey, by really. the way, I want to say to everybody, uh, uh, Shark brought it up before we uh, Christmas story Christmas. You better listen. War on Christmas. Uh, all these rappers out there. Talking about how <laughs> hating on a, a Jewish folks, I just like to say. Uh, I don't happy... think it's all of them. I think it's kind of just one. No, it's all those rappers, man. All I heard all those rappers are talking. Every song they get out now has got uh, something bad about my Jewish brothers in there. So I just want to say happy Chanukah to oh. you. <laughs> and, uh, Chanukah, is that yep, what you said? Yep. I hope you love your your uh, the, the 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 ten nights of lights. Festival of Lights. <laughs> have have a good one, my friends. No, in all seriousness. I'm acting ignorant here. In all, in all seriousness. Happy Hanukkah and uh, Merry Christmas. And uh, uh, what else we got here? We got Happy Kwanzaa. Uh, Happy Kwanzaa. Hell Satan to my devil worshiping friends. <laughs> boxing what Day. Boy, God, what, why can't we get There's Boxing Day going here? I got stuff I need to get birthday. rid of. It's my birthday. I'm all for Boxing Day. I know you that's well. True. Good that's point, a, Robbie. <laughs> but I, I know point. you love, but I want the tradition. Maybe you wouldn't want the tradition since it's your birthday. Uh, but I, wouldn't, I need to get rid of some stuff, and I would love a holiday that forces you to box up some old crap you don't need anymore. Oh, is that away. what it is? I had it all together yes. wrong. I thought I thought they didn't get their Christmases until like their presents until the day after Christmas, and no, so that's the day they like, got their boxes. It was actually to give gifts to the poor. Yes, it's oh, to get rid. Yeah. It's nice, to give. Nice, you take the boxes nice. you have from Christmas. You take things from your house. Well, put I like in those that boxes, way better. And you give right? away things. Yes, uh, usually it's junk you don't need. Though I'm going to be honest. Well, I mean that's yeah. It's what from you what do. I've I mean, heard you're not, from you know, my I Canadian mean, friend. But still, I, I mean, it still seems like a, you know, of course, I don't know. It's it's, it's more, it's not like you're getting rid of junk because you're kind of moving junk along. Because I guess the object there would be like to make sure that you give a lot of Boxing Day gifts and you receive few, you know, none to few, right? Is what you'd really want exactly in this, this operation. I mean, this isn't like Secret Santa. No. So you don't, get to, you don't where, get to trade. This you just is like, where Eastwood wants to pawn off some of his old DVDs he doesn't watch anymore. Honest. <laughs> no, seems like, a, seems like a, a very, <laughs> very British backdoor way to get you into a white elephant. A little bit. Boy, that sounded yeah. way dirtier than I think you meant it to. Or well, maybe you to meant those to. Who, people who consider white elephant a sexual position, it probably was. <laughs> <laughs> well, you and know I, I was thinking. none. I was not trying to keep well, shame. I was just throwing out an old old reference to the rods course, there. I apologize. Of course. Uh, did I watch anything else? I think I did, but uh, I don't think we have time to talk about it. Uh, we do Real have quickly. Some... Who killed Santa? A I... Murderville murder. You guys caught Murderville on Netflix? Oh no, I haven't. How is it? Is it? Is uh, it, is it is it's it, it, it's up and down. You should watch okay. it. Don't expect I good might watch things. It. 
it's a first take it. improv show, so it you know it's uh, hit and miss. But you know, I like improv new... when it's done by people who actually do improv. Exactly, for, uh, exactly, but, and not actors who think they know what improv is. Because, exactly. Uh, yeah the the best performances actually like Marshawn Lynch was one of the funniest shows because he didn't have a he didn't you know what I mean there was, there was no air there was no no sure. nothing. You I'll know, give it a watch. Um, uh, I'll give it a watch, and I will say, but, uh, for for people, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I didn't mean well, to cut quick, you off. quickly. Um, mm-hmm. So they've got a new episode out called "Who Killed Santa." So and mm-hmm. they, you know they've already run their season, but check out this cast. So Will Arnett is the reoccurring protagonist. I'm um, Jason Bateman, Maya Where Rudolph, Pete Davidson, Sean Hayes. All oh. in in the same show. So it's okay. not. I mean, usually the the right. setup is. It's like Will Arnett, and they bring one, you know, celebrity person on, and do their bit. So mm-hmm. it's going to be an ensemble improv yeah. bit with Will Arnett at the helm, and right. a lot of, uh, you know, Saturday Night Live, uh, a lot of comedy chops ask, in there. I don't know Will Arnett. I know him from what I know him from, but I am. Excuse me. Oh, bless you. And the season. You need to go down Will Arnett's uh, hole. Uh. I'm pretty well. I pretty much know what people watch. All what, of the Thirty Rocks. What uh, watch what improv? All of um, all and what school good. of what school of comedy they came from? I don't know anything about Will Arnett. I don't know if he went to UCB. I don't know if he was a Second City guy. I don't know if he had any of that background. Oh, Maybe I don't think so. I don't know. I I think he's a narrative Will who's he was like too handsome okay, to not then put I'm in front gonna, of the camera. Then I'm going to keep up my uh, protest of this and say if you're going to do this. Give it to people that know how to improv and improvs their life. There's he is hundreds a of them. Actor. That's oh, he's all yeah, he, he's, right, he's, he's learned. He's learned I'm along the way, it. man. But he's th- learned hey, along the way. If you want to watch he's, some he's improv, too, too far established. If you want to watch some improv, I realize that uh, whose line is it anyway is still on the air on HBO Max. There's like 28 <laughs> seasons of it. I, I watched know. one. I watched one the other day. Hilarious. <laughs> Brand well, new. Here's, Great. Here's the uh, we're out of time for the radio show. For the podcast, though, we're going to keep going. Merry Christmas, radio Yay. show. Hey, we don't invite us. Why do you invite us to the party? Ah. They never do. All right. Now we're on podcast so, ground. Yeah. Here's what you should have done with like this Murderville show. Uh-huh. The concept is perfect, right? You so And Will Arnett's got it, and, he's, and there's a couple other reoccurring, you know, um, mm-hmm. And like, and you know, he's a police detective, you know, because obviously that's the thing is they bring in this celebrity and they're gonna help solve this crime that's been set up. So they have all their framework and their bones, but the, the mistake gotcha. they make is there is its first take. So they're just whatever pops out. That's what they're doing, and they're moving on. You know, and I'm guessing that they're probably filmed this thing on the fucking cheap by telling these people sure. like, look. You know, I mean, you're only going to be in here for four hours or something like that. It wouldn't now, be what improv they should do, if they did it other way. Any, well, any that's other not way, true. Though. Well, now, hear, uh, hear me out. Hear me out, though. So, Spinal Tap, right? Um, or any Christopher Guest movie. Um, the concept is still improv. The the Here's your framework. We, we're sure. not giving you a script. Larry we're not David writing Show, lines. Yeah, enthusiasm, but whatever. we're yeah. going to let the cameras run a little bit. And, you know, whatever, the best together. things, you know, yeah. I mean, either put it together or... You know, maybe it's okay. Hey, we hit some gold there. Let's put that together. You know, and put that out there. Let and then I think this. you'd have a much is more there, watchable uh, show. Is there an audience involved at all? No. Oh, no. then I'm with you. Never mind. 
real yeah, improv no. should have an audience. If if yeah, if you're right, then you're 100 percent right. Do a couple takes of it then. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, like you know, let them. Uh, let otherwise, what's the chemistry, point? You know, if let there's them... not a live audience, that's the that's where improv works in front of a live right. audience, yeah, but... uh, feeding off the audience, and you, the listener and or viewer, feed off both of them. Um, right, it works pretty right. good. And if you're going to make that show, make it, but make it with Paul F. Tompkins and Lauren Lapkus and Scott Aukerman, uh, uh, Matt Lawrence. Like, there's so many great improvers out there that aren't people that you've seen on Fox sitcoms. No offense. Uh, I like Will Arnett and all, but I don't know. Pete Davidson, he's not an improv guy. He does sketch comedy. That's a that's big true. difference. He's, yeah, that's, yeah, he's yeah, stand-up uh, and sketches. That's not the same. Not, no. uh, he does it live, but that, still, <laughs> it's not improv. He knows what he's... I don't know. Anyway, let's get to some reviews. we got some great Christmas <laughs> reviews out there. <laughs> I think... Uh, I think I, you know, I think uh, the doc, the good doctor, the good doctor himself, I think, has the first one for us. Uh, I, I think I watched some more movies, but I'm not sure. I like that at one yeah, point I, I said I don't. Yeah, I a few, and I can't think of what they were. I wa- oh, I know one I watch. I watch Lansky, um, where um, Harvey Keitel plays him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, How was so that? the movies, me, um, <laughs> I like when they go back in time and show Myra Lansky growing up, but then a lot of the stuff in the current was kind of me. So, okay. Oh, I watched right. uh, 8 Bit Christmas. It's an Amazon original movie. Uh, I put it Christmas. on because it was PG 13. Robbie, you would like it because it's narrated Wait, I think by. I saw this. 8 your, bit Christmas. It's this narrated by. Your, Nintendo. They're trying to get a Nintendo narrated by your yeah, buddy Doogie Hauser. Really good movie. Yeah. Uh, my yeah, One of my like favorites one in our house, one of our favorites, Miss June Diane Raphael, is the uh, wife in it. And uh, yeah, good movie for just being on Amazon. I had no idea what it was. Uh, it's very Christmas story-ish, like it's trying yeah, to be Christmas yeah. story-ish, but it's about getting a Nintendo. Sorry about yeah. this. Go ahead. Here we go. All right, Christmas so here's, review. Here's a review. Christmas review. All right. Let me get a drink. Here's, here's to jingling them bells and smelling Uh-oh. them funky smells. Here we Am I go, right, boys. Oh yeah. That can only mean one thing. It's Christmas time. <laughs> time to trim the tree and trim the bush around where I pee. Am I right, boys? <laughs> okay. <laughs> time to deck the halls and wash your balls. Am I right? <laughs> yeah, I guess. No one wants unsanitary private parts for the holiday, boys. Right there, Here's to right. attending the work Christmas party and avoiding litigation. Well, we wouldn't know, would we? I know. No. And no. attending the family Christmas party while avoiding autoerotic asphyxiation. <laughs> you had to wait for that one. That one had to play out for a bit. That was a uh, rhyme. We wouldn't know. We wouldn't know anything about we would, holiday no, parties no. because Christmas WDX party. refuses to invite us. Old uh, um, Alan Rickman came by and he canceled Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Little um, Robin Hood reference there. Go there ahead. it was. Am I right, boys? Here's to decorating the. Okay, so I can't tell if Jackie misspelled or if this is a pun I'm missing. Probably he has decorating the Yule log with an H, but I think it's a Yule log. Oh, a Yule log. A Yule log. <laughs> yeah, like a Yule log. Don't you know about Yule logs? <laughs> What's There's a Yule log? It's like, well, you got to have a buddy named Yule. 
you <laughs> to begin with. Okay, here's to decorating the Hewlett log <laughs> and sucking on a monster hog. Am I right, Whoa. boys? Talk about marijuana or uh, yeah, something else? Yeah, I'm thinking else. marijuana, I'm hoping. Okay, oh uh, yeah. That's what they call it. Oh, my mind I don't know if you guys' brain went on that, but. I thought a giant joint. So, I thought nascent I mean, what else, I thought what nascent else terminology for you. I can't even think of anything else that would be. I thought a nascent. That's I what a, I was thinking. So. I thought a red milligan. Nascent. So um, here's to roasting Look it up, chestnuts kids. on the fire and naming my nuts the Midnight Criers. Am I Hello. right, boys? I named them that because they're so sad and lonely. Oh, well. At least I still got them. Okay. Remember this holiday to inspectacle your testicles. Uh, a few minutes of pocket pool can save your life, boys. Hey. Inspect for lumps and abnormalities. Often. It's mine. Here's I'll inspect it as fast as I want to. Here's to sipping on your mama's eggnog and slipping on your daddy's hot dog. What? Am I right, boys? Well, in this instance, a hot dog is a euphemism for sexual <laughs> genitalia. In particular, his dick. <laughs> he had to make it clear. I love that Jackie can't let, let a similar metaphor anything go. That, he has that, to spell it out. Right. As he wrote it, it's in particular ellipses, his dick, ellipses. So he really wanted that kind of emphasis there. um, Here's to the family all singing jingle bells and having to tell your mom that her crotch smells. Oh, they're dear. I have some bad news. Well, it must be your feet then. So are you? uh, Am I right, boys? That one is a real family tradition in the Johnson household, like Taco Tuesday. Wow, wow, wow. Here's to watching Frosty the Snowman. Frosty the Snowman used to make me so upset when I was a kid when he melts and everything. But okay, Yeah, it broke my heart. Okay, here's to watching Frosty the Snowman and teaching your niece how to blow man. Oh, my God. Am I right, boys? No. No, not that Talk about inappropriate. Who would say such a thing around? the holidays okay <laughs> okay you would jackie, jackie <laughs> did, you did he did okay um here's to playing the song little drummer boy and buying your sister an anal sex toy come Am on I right boys jackie, and girls this, wow. i'm almost i'm almost I'm, this is uh, almost too much for me from jackie right I, now i, 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 I don't know cool. what to do here i, I don't think either he's been watching uh like Pornhub because this is the most the most uh Popular searches, I think, are like um, incest porn or something like that. I think so. He's been watching too (laughs) much of his rotten his brain. Okay. Don't punish your sister for being a woman, boys. That's what he follows it up with. (laughs) Well, he got her uh, an anal sex sex toy. toy. Yeah. Here's to kissing... Here's to kissing under the mistletoe and pissing on your best friend's hoe. No. <laughs> I thought it was going to be toe. And he That's went completely much. intended it. Am I right, boys? Hey, Tarantino cucks. style. Here. Oh, wait, hey, cucks also, not Merry enough. Christmas, too. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I say there's no feet in Bullet Train. Not one single foot in the whole thing. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. Not a, yeah, they'd have feet everywhere. 
Um, yeah, here's he the probably trimming. did that Japanese rub up against you in the train <laughs> business with feet. You know Tarantino. <laughs> oh yeah. Not trying to oh, kink yeah. shame anybody, but and there would have been uh, a lot of n word use in that black guys. All right, go ahead. <laughs> here's uh, the trimming true, the yeah. tree and rimming your best friend Lee. Am I right, oh, boys? I thought you know I was gonna I was Talk gonna about say. A pal. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say he hasn't brought up. Um, yeah, Thank oral. Being a <laughs> Travel down my butt cheeks and back again. Oh, no. oh, sorry, sorry. Okay, <laughs> love you boys and Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Happy Hanukkah, etc. By the okay. way, you know I'm not political. No. But I gotta say, fuck Republicans and their war on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm with I'm you. Right? <laughs> like that's, cookies on Christmas Eve night. That's, that's right. Seven stars. Jackie, am I right? Johnson. 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 Wow. That was a There's good so one. much to digest there. I don't even know what to do Jackie, with that. Jackie, uh, Merry Christmas, my friend. I hope uh, the holidays treat you kind. Uh, but I, I've, I've, luckily, I've had enough. That was a long one. Uh, we're almost out of time. Shark, I think you have a review as well, though, right? Yeah, I got got one here. You texted me. Uh, let me see. It says, uh, hey, Jeff, thanks for your order. We got those strings shipped out earlier. You see them in two to four business days. Great choice, by the way. Sad. I use string joys myself. Oh, wait. I'm, that's Sorry, that's, that's, that's my, that's my sweetwater representative there. <laughs> sorry about that. Sorry about that. Oh my boy! Oh, you oh here we go! Do here we go! Strings? No, we are the same. Yeah, but oh, strings. Oh, my boy, my boy. He's lurking in the shadows, but no. So a big shout out to uh, String Joy out of uh, out of Nashville. Those guys <laughs> I was are awesome. Taking good care God, of him. Anyway, uh, he's, he's you can watch the uh, new Pinocchio on HBO Max. By the way, HBO Max. <laughs> Hey, String Joy now has a uh, coated string, so uh, you know they're competing with the big boys there at Elixir and uh, Diadario. I'm telling you, you know, don't the, they know the way to go. Handcrafted strings. Have, Shark doesn't need that stuff. He's got WD-40 for his strings. That's true. I used to. That's yeah, true. I used to. I used to. I, I found something. I've started using sandpaper on Wait the back of my neck. Yeah. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Wait, yeah. I found something even more destructive. WD forty for a long time. Oh, I, no, 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 I, dude. Do you know how many uses there are for WD forty? I mean, <laughs> ho, you know, hosing down your guitar frets is just one of them. Um, <laughs> and I still use it on all kinds of other parts of my guitar. I use to hose out the inputs and outputs and the and the potentiometers on all my stuff. Uh, you know, I fix the camper door when it's squeaking. Uh, you know, shoot, man, you use enough of that stuff, you can fit a Cadillac in a doghouse. That's WD forty, folks. Pick you up a can at your local Western Auto. Wow, I want one just one a, enough, boys. Want... Here's to decking the halls and wrecking your oh, malls. No. Am oh, I right, no. boys? He's back again. I said it was too much already. Oh God! Okay. Here's to singing Christmas carols and bending your bestie over a barrel. Am I right, boys? <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I don't know what the expression "over a barrel" means, but I assume it has something to do with having a good time. Am I right, boys? <laughs> no, you're not. Not right at all. <laughs> it may be appropriation, but I'm giving Jackie an accent. Seriously, I don't know. Here's to watching Elf and all by yourself. But seriously, boys, holidays can be a stressful and sad time. Uh-oh, Remember, you're not go. alone. Reach out for help. A few words can change your whole outlook. Anyway, here's the mama kissing Santa Claus and dad sucking Santa balls. Am I right, boys? <laughs> That's my favorite one yet. Hey, you're thinking about it. We're talking about it. Picture that. 
Here's no. the 12 days of Christmas and the 10 days of Jismus. That's what I call the 10 days directly after Christmas, where I lock myself in my room and I masturbate to old stag film. Boxing days included, am I right, boys? No. That sounds horrible. Happy holidays and happy new year. I'll have some new year's resolutions for you next time. Here's the resolutions at last, like licking more scum, scrum and eating more ass. Am I right, boys? <laughs> you know I am, like Christmas on ham. 108 stars. Jackie, am I right? <coughs> Johnson, Johnson, Johnson. Wow. Johnson, Johnson, Johnson. Johnson. Oh, man. Oh, my. Well, it was a... Please, God, Robbie, don't tell me that you have... I, I heard you have another review. It's not I another Jackie. Not another it's Jackie not another you. Jackie. Okay. That's the good news. That's good. Um, it is not oh, Jackie, but um, it could be just as terrifying if we're not careful. So are, are you ready for this? Sure. Why not? All right. So here we go. It couldn't have happened at a worse time. Man, this Landlaws were coming to stay for Thanksgiving, and our heat went out. Oh, <laughs> no. I haven't heard one of these in ages. Wow. It's been a while. <laughs> Since our country was worth a damn. What the fuck's going on with the statues up on my town? Let's go, Brandon. Let's go right down the dirt track. Ain't no looking back unless you're a fucking liberal. <laughs> All right, sorry. Sorry, that's a... Oh, boy. We used to get uh, reviews for listeners from the uh, air conditioning HVAC business. Yeah, it, it literally has been a while since we've yes. had one of these. So, okay, so... Where was I? We called, here's your problem, Dylan's Chillin' and Air Repair. (laughs) The guy showed up seven hours later. Both he and his lady reeked of urine. There we go. He said, in order to find the problem, he needed access to every room in the house in complete private. Oh, no. Should have been a flag. Oh, no. Should have been a flag. Yes, it should have. That's not good. The first thing he did was go into our bedroom. He came out with several of my wife's bras. He yelled, here's your problem, dipshit. You got your wife wearing these over-the-shoulder boulder holders. I've seen the size of your old lady's melons, and they deserve to be free. I haven't heard that term in quite a while. Over-the-shoulder boulder boulder holder. Normally... I would have drawn a hard line in the sand normally, and kicked him out. Normally. But my in-laws were coming the next I morning. I mean, this is like a sitcom. This guy's got to have this heat working. I love my mother-in-law, but she's a real battle axe. <laughs> <laughs> haven't heard that in a while either. No, it's a Norm MacDonald living there. <laughs> she would never let me live down letting the heat go out. I doubt. Nine years ago, we got in a small fender bender in her car. I happened to be driving. It wasn't even my fault. We were rear-ended. She still brings it up and talks about it like I was driving in a Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> Tokyo Drift. It sounds anyway. like a real but great thing that happened to this guy. <laughs> anyway, I wish I hadn't done it, but I let Dylan stay oh, right no. there. Just bad decision. Oh, it's all over now. Because of my battle axe mother-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 uh. This guy's review is deep. <laughs> Into his Within life. another ten minutes, I heard him scream... 
Get out some Windex, baby, because oh. I got a glass dick that won't stop. Oh, no. I ran into the room expecting to see Dylan and his companion, but she had passed out on the floor, <laughs> but not before taking a shit in our fish tank <laughs> before crashing it to the ground. <laughs> Dylan was chanting in a very racist and disrespectful way toward Native Americans. And he made a headdress out of my wife's underwear on his head. He held up a pipe wrench and yelled, We smoke a piss pipe together. Let's poke Hauntus. Jesus. Just wait. I had to call the police. We smoke a piss now. How about let's poke? Oh gosh! I mean, come on. It's so long. Uh, it's so bad. It's so this, okay, I had to call the police, and after a seven-hour standoff, he finally left. After he had had sex with nearly everything in my house. <laughs> nearly. The, nearly. <laughs> nearly. Yeah, yeah. The couch, the turkey, yep. my bed, the stuffing, the cranberries. <laughs> Let's just say all the food, the pillows, and the medicine bottles. <laughs> the blankets. I don't hear, I don't hear Battle Axe Mother-in-law everything. on that list. <laughs> <laughs> everything was fucked to death. <laughs> My mother-in-law will never let me live it down. Don't ever call this guy unless you want him to fuck your house to death <laughs> in a cold, freon cum fest. <laughs> Zero stars, Phil Alonzo. <laughs> I gotta say, maybe we should bring back these old reviews. That was quite entertaining for me. We're out of time. It was. Merry Christmas, everybody. We love you. Thanks for listening. Adios. Peace. <laughs> what the fuck?